welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to Word Live Broadcast. Let's go to James chapter 1, verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers, only deceiving yourselves. We have to remember, keep in the forefront of our mind, that God's word works. But we have to work the word and do what God's word tells us to do. Then God's word will work for us. But we have to be doers of the word. Now Romans chapter 12, verse 11. Not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Diligence is careful, persistent work or effort. And persistence is continuing firmly in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. We're going to have difficulty sometimes. There will be opposition. The enemy will try to make you think you didn't receive what you prayed for. He's going to try to keep the blessing of God from coming to pass in your life, but you have to be diligent in it. And what does that mean? It says that you continue firmly in your course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. That is persistence. And diligence is to use careful, persistent work or effort. So in other words, be persistent in your work or effort and continue firmly in the course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. Doesn't mean you're not going to have difficulty or opposition, but you have to continue in that course. Continue in it and continue in it and continue in it and don't give up and don't stop and just keep going and keep speaking forth God's word. And every time difficulty or opposition comes your way, you speak God's word into that situation and say, this is what God's word said about that. 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 Be diligent in it and don't give up. Continuing firmly in your course of action, in spite of difficulty or opposition, you continue firmly without wavering. Be diligent in it. Use your authority and be diligent in that authority. Don't say, well, one minute I said, well, I took authority over that. I thought that when I took authority over that, that was going to change. Be diligent in it. Don't continue firmly in your course of action. Don't give up. You have to continue diligently, firmly. Psalm 119.4 says, You have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. That means he says to keep his precepts continuing firmly in your course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. Continuing firmly. Not giving up and saying, I'm not giving in to this. I'm not giving in to this situation. I'm not giving in to those difficulties. I'm not giving in to the opposition. I'm continuing Firmly in that course of action. In other words, you have to take God's word and don't give up on what God's word says about your situation, but you continue in it. And you say, no, I'm not changing from what God's word says about this. I've asked the Father for it. I've 
spoke those things that be not as though they were. I believe I've used my authority in this situation. Things are changing. But if you're not diligent in it, and you just say, well, one day I said it, and then the next day I go, well, I thought that was going to happen. No, you have to be diligent in it. You can't say one thing one day and say another thing the next day and expect it to work because it won't work for you. Amen? Proverbs 10.4 says, He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He's saying if you continue firmly in your course of action and use God's word firmly and continue in that course without wavering, without looking to the left or to the right, but you keep your focus on what God's word says and you are not slack in what you do, the hand of the diligent makes rich. Amen? It means it will prosper in the thing that God sent it to do. It, it will accomplish the thing that you want it to do. But you have to be diligent. If you're not diligent in it and you're just passive in what you do and what you say and say, well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if this works or not. It won't work for you if you just try it. You have to be diligent and say, I know God's word works for me. God's word will never fail me. I will not get off my course. I will stay on course in everything that I do. Amen? Then it will make you rich. It will accomplish the thing that God sent it to do for you. Amen? Be diligent. Be persistent in the things of God. Don't just do it one day and then the next day forget about it. Be diligent in it. Then it will work. We have to be fervent. Fervent means having or displaying a passionate intensity. Now, fervent is that you have compassion, that you are using your prayers fervently, that your prayers are coming forth with compassion, fervency, passionate intensity, that it's not just a passive prayer that you're saying just to be saying it, it's just words. And that's what Jesus was saying concerning prayer. He said, some of you think that you're going to get your prayers answered and that you stand up in uh, the, uh, the many words that you use. Just to paraphrase this, he says, you're using a bunch of words, but they don't mean anything because you're just doing it to be seen by men. That won't do you any good. He's saying, if you have fervency, then you're going to do it with passionate intensity, that you have compassion for the person that you're praying for that you have compassion and, and your passion and is intense and that it's not just a passive prayer that you're doing it just to be saying something, but you're doing it because you believe it in your heart. You believe that the things that you say out of your mouth are going to come to pass and you're doing it with fervency because you want to see the thing that you're praying for come to pass. Now James 5.16 says, Confess your trespasses to one another. And pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, to the fervent prayer means a passionate, intense prayer. It, it's not just something that, that you just say. It's something that comes out of your spirit. That you do it with fervency. That you do it with intensity. And you do it because you believe it. And that you want to see the thing that you're praying for come to pass. And not just doing it passively. You're doing it with diligence and with fervency. Amen. 
First Peter 4.8 says, And above all things have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Now to have a fervent love will have a passionate and intense love for someone, not just uh, something that, uh, that you feel one minute and you give up on it the next. No, it's a fervent, it's a passionate and intense love. And it covers a multitude of sins. You say, well, they might have done that against me, but I forgive them. I'm not holding anything against anyone. I can look at what I've done myself, and, and I know that anything that they've done, it couldn't be any worse than what I've done, because if you've committed one sin, you've, and James says if you commit one, you've, sin, you've committed them all, because it, it's any sin is going to separate you from, from God. But when you confess that sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you, and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. But he's saying here that love will cover a multitude of sins. Fervent love will. That means that, that you're not holding anything against anybody. And then that's when you see the blessings of God come to pass in your life too. You say, it doesn't matter what they've done. I'm not holding that against them. And I know that God's working on my behalf. And, I, and my love covers a multitude of their sins. I'm not holding it against them. I'm not talking about it. I'm not thinking about it. I'm going to go on with God and I'm going forth with him with a fervent love for other people and, watch, and I'm watching the blessings of God come and overtake me. But if you just do it because you have to and you think that you're doing it because if I don't do it, then, then I don't know what's going to happen. You do it because it's a passionate, intense love for other people because you're... You're letting the love of God that's been shed abroad in your heart come forth. Amen? And we have to serve the Lord. We have to serve Him with diligence and persistence and with fervent love. To serve is to perform duties or services for someone. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 12. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all of his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart with all, and with all your soul. He's saying here that we're to love the Lord our God and walk in all of his ways, to serve him, to love him with all of our heart, love him with all of our soul, with all of our might, and all of our strength, and to serve our God with all of our heart and with all of our soul. We have to serve him and say, Father, I'm here to serve you. I love you with all that I am. And to love him and to serve him because you love him and you want to do whatever he wants you to do because you love him so much. Psalm 100 verse 2 says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. He's saying that he wants you to serve him with gladness. I'm glad I can do this for you, Lord, because I love you so much. And I love you, and I want to do everything I can to please you. And I'm serving you because you're my father. And I love you, and I'm so thankful for what you've done for me. And I can't do enough for you, Lord. There's no way I could do enough. But I do it because I love you, and I'm serving you with gladness. I'm doing it because I love you with everything that I have, everything that I am. Everything that my life is, I owe it to you because you've blessed me with everything that I have, everything that I am. You've made me a new creature in Christ Jesus. I am who I am and what I am because of what you've done for me. 
I love you with everything that I am, everything that I have, everything that pertains to life and godliness you've given to me. And Father God, I cannot do enough for you, and I'll do everything that I do for you with gladness of heart. I do it because I love you, and I know that your love for me is greater than anything that I could ever experience. Colossians three twenty three and 24 says, And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord your God, the Lord Christ. You see, he says to do everything we do heartily as to the Lord and not to men. And we have to remember that when we do everything Hardly as to the Lord and not to men that he looks at it as we're doing it because we love him and from our heart and he rewards us openly for what we do. Amen. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.